Osborne Cox? Yes. I thought you might be worried about the security of your shit. I already know what I want my next comic pick to be. Okay. I just thought of it. <laughs> Alright. Uh, fuck. I'm not happy with the levels still. Mm. Uh, fuck it. I'm dealing with it. Alright. Yeah. Deal away. Alright. Welcome to the second episode of Gutter Trash. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason Young. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are already drunk? No. No, not yet. You're just excited. I'm just excited to be here. Yeah. Why? Because um, I want to talk about comics, and everyone I've seen today, I have to talk about real-world stuff with. Uh, like shoes. I went shoe shopping. <laughs> That's not real-world. Well. So, uh, man, what have you uh, what have you been working on? Actually, I... I was uh, I went to my school today and colored uh, colored the cover to the third issue of my comic. Yeah. Vegetalic Saturn number three. Hopefully, I'll have it finished in a couple weeks, and we can if we can make it up to Windy City Con. That would yeah, be awesome. we have uh, been talking about going up to Chicago. I love Chicago. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in years. The last time I went was borderline disastrous, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to go again. It's a, such a good city. Ninety percent of my family is from there anyway, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, like all, like almost the entire, my mom's side of the family is from there. So. My roommate's, uh, well, he's not from there, but he lived there a while. I visited him a few times. So. Did both of them? No, just uh, Josh. I thought uh, Chris did as well. No, he just always wears that Cubs hat. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks he's from Chicago. I guess that's where I get confused yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to go there. All the time and visit him. I just want to say I feel dirty by by calling him by his real name, Josh. Yeah, well, and Chris. Chris. Yeah, you can call him Doogie. All right, Zippy and Doogie. <laughs> They're like cartoon characters. Yeah, they, they really are. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I've been drawing. Uh, I think. How about you? I'm working on this short story, but I keep uh, procrastinating. Well, I know our past couple drawing nights have been uh, at my house, and I don't do a lot of productive work here, so I haven't been working on that. Because you got a nice TV. I do have a nice TV, and I've got video games, and I've got the internets, and I've got comics, and... I've got candles and LPs. Right. <laughs> uh, you just got electricity like two weeks ago. Yeah, right? it's no joke. <laughs> Seriously, we were out of electricity for a while. Yeah. I mean, not, not for a while, just... To, couple days right yeah i never lost it here but uh which you'll find out about in the next half of the show that's right uh, <laughs> no yeah i haven't worked on the thing that i'm supposed to be working on in a few weeks but yeah i'm doing a, a short story for well, for matt actually mm-hmm. based so, on one of his movies or, yeah or one of his friends movies or something uh it's a movie that he was somehow involved with right. and it's i got stuck doing so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 
I'm, I'm working on that. And uh, I don't think he knows that I'm working on it, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess if he, for some reason, were to listen to this, he knows now. But Well, he might. His girlfriend is Juliet. So right. Well, you know, she may never get us anything <laughs> again, so I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Juliet, kind of. <laughs> but uh, mostly I've just been doodling. I've been meaning to do some uh, stuff for my website and all that, uh, designing some uh, layouts, and uh, I came up with an idea for, for my blog. I've been... Uh, my blog has been kind of just generic uh, since I started it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've been trying to figure out a way to zazz it up and zazz. Uh, like the zazz. I like the zazz. Uh, need more zazz. And uh, so I'm thinking about zazzing it up. And uh, <laughs> I can't even spell zazz. Z a z z. Zazz. Wow. Now I can. There you go. Yeah, I've got a uh, design in mind for it. And I, not really a theme, but just, uh, like, I, I didn't know what to call it. You're right. Yeah, so, but uh, I've got an idea for it now. I've already changed the name of the blog, but, uh, you know, I want to add it's, some... It's not Eric's Pumpernickel Cafe anymore? Uh, no, no, it's not. Uh, as much as I love Pumpernickel, yeah. people were getting confused. Right. And thought that, you know, I actually was, like, an online, uh, you know, Bakist. caterer. Yeah. Bakist. Is that a word, Bakist? Mm, it's Baker. Baker? Yeah. I like Bakist better. It sounds uh, more like a profession. Yeah. Next <laughs> next time I play Scrabble, if I've got the letters, I'm going to spell Bakist. Nice. And somebody calls me and I'm like, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> Baker? <laughs> the fuck is that? That's uh, the name of a horrible person. Oh, but yeah. I won't get into that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like a famous person? No. I was thinking Tammy Faye Baker. No, no, I got no problems with them. I got no beef with the 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 the, mm-hmm. the religious nut bakers. All right, a little nutty, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of our off-air conversations. Right. Uh, so I guess we should uh, start the show, kind of. I guess mm. we, um. we want to keep it loose, but you know, at the same time, we want to be focused. Oh so, yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I always forget we're actually doing a show because. I'm so used to just sitting here talking to you about comics. Right. Well, let's talk about a comic. All right. Uh, we read The Umbrella Academy for this week's episode. That's right. I think it was pretty much against your will. I, yeah, I, uh, I didn't, <laughs> that's not a book I ever would have picked up. <laughs> I, you know. I uh, flipped through it, but I mean, I would never have bought it, probably. Right. Well, I bought it monthly when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really, uh, to this day, I'm still not sure why I bought it monthly. Because I guess Dark Horse did like a free comic book day promotion with it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I uh, that. it was like a eight-page story or something like that. It's like a flip book or something. No. Uh, well, oh, you mean like you know one side? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah there was like two or three other stories in it. Uh, but I read the the Umbrella Academy one because uh, it was free, mm-hmm. and I hated it. I thought this is fucking terrible. Really? Yeah. But I'm such a big fan of uh, Casanova. And the artist on that was Gabriel Ball, mm-hmm. who drew Umbrella Academy. What was was the free comic? Was it like just issue one or something? Or? No, it was uh, like a short story. Okay, like uh, specifically written, you know, for hmm. uh, free comic book day. And I hated it. It was terrible, and uh, you know, uh, it had a great cover. James Jean, you know, did, did all the covers for the first series. All right, and 
Yeah, I thought the art was great because you know I love Gabriel Ba. I thought Casanova is amazing, and uh, when he was on that book, it was even more amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the only reason I, I picked up the book, even after hating the, the the short story. I still have no idea why I picked up <laughs> the, the monthly. He's that you're just that big a fan of his art, probably. I really am. I, I do enjoy his art a lot. I was incredibly surprised by how much I liked the actual monthly book mm-hmm. and the actual story. And now after reading the trade paperback. This is the like one of the only times I've ever double dipped on a comic. I bought the monthlies. Oh, okay. And then I bought the trade. I would say forty percent of that is because I knew we were going to be talking about it on the show, uh-huh. and I couldn't find one <laughs> my copies. Right. But uh, I did want it all in like one big package, and I know this has like all the sketch shit in the back and all that. So, so <clears throat> speaking of the back, is you said the sh- the short story in the free comic day preview. That wasn't one of the ones that was in the back, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But after reading everything together, like, in one sitting, mm-hmm. uh, I read this, like, over two, three hours one night while I was doing my laundry at three in the morning. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed that, that short story. Like, it, I, something clicked about it that I, I got it. Well, it wasn't the one where the guy goes back in time to, like, the French Revolution or something? No, no, was it? it was uh, the one where uh, the, the character Rumor yeah. finds herself dead, and uh, the, their villain, the murder magician, is on TV bragging about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked that backup story a lot. The okay. other one, I, I can't even remember what war he ended up in, but... Yeah, um, I didn't really like that one. That wasn't all that great, but uh, I read like all the, I read everything in that book, mm-hmm. and so like all the afterwards and forwards and introductions and all that, and they kind of explained that it was just kind of put together really quick. Right, uh, it was for an online thing that they did. But uh, so, I don't know, yeah, big reveal. What did you think overall of the book? I loved it. <laughs> I couldn't believe how much I liked it. You know, the I think the main the main uh, the main thing that got me was uh, just how fun it was. It reminded me more of of uh, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol than anything I've read since Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, like uh, my friend and I described the book uh, when it started coming out. It's like Grant Morrison Jr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. Like, it never gets as, like, weird and, like, you know, underground, or not underground, right, right. but what's the subversive right. as Grant Morrison stuff. I mean, it's almost a lot more fun, and, like, you could probably let your kids read it as long as your kids weren't, like, three or four, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, I don't know if kids can read it four, I don't know, probably not. Uh, I think I could. Really? I, yeah. can't, I can't remember. I remember I read Thor comics right. before I could read, but anyway. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Did you I mean, mean Thor when you were four? Probably. In the door? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this conversation's a bore. Uh, um. Who's that? There's this naked lady on his screensaver that I forgot. Like, like there's like a thousand awesome comic book pages that go by on your screensaver and you know i don't get distracted by my look at them while we're talking right. but this beautiful naked lady just appeared and <laughs> i had no idea that was going to happen yeah. sorry so no but i yeah i i didn't i didn't expect to like this book at all like the only frame of reference i had or so i thought was uh that i was familiar with the writer with the writer because he's in a really shitty band they're fucking terrible they're like uh, they're like Queen if you beat them up a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they wrote about it. And I mean, I guess I was thinking I didn't really think about it, but I was like, "Wow, okay, this is gonna be like reading a Glenn Danzig comic, you know? <laughs> it's like it's like the wrong genre for this guy, you know? Yeah. 
But no, he's really good. Yeah. He knows how to write a comic, too. Yes, he does. And uh, uh, he's a fucking good artist, too. I know. I saw the sketches in the back. I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, Gabriel Ba really changed his style. And then, <laughs> and then I looked, and it was by Gerard Way, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And they're in color and everything. I know. He, like, yeah. They're, he, he is... Multi-talented. Uh, multi-talented, and I think uh, chose the wrong fucking career path. Yeah. 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 Quit your band if you're listening. I mean, I know the band makes you millions of fucking dollars, but the comic is fucking amazing. Yeah. And I think... And chicks dig comic artists. They don't dig musicians. <laughs> I mean, you know? I know. Right? <laughs> totally. Why is he doing that? We, uh, I mean... Money and women. I mean, you're going to get all that from drawing the... Right in the comics. Exactly. Not being in the band. Exactly. Just look at Kurt Busiek. Yeah. Yeah, compare Kurt Busiek to, you know, Trent Reznor. And who's, who's got more money? Who's got more ladies? Kurt. All right. Because you know what he all has to do? Walk into a bar. Astro City, yeah. baby. <laughs> Marvels. They're like, I don't know how to make that. Does it have a line? <laughs> he just takes over the bar and makes whatever he wants. It's like, I call this the Samaritan. I've never read Astro City. <laughs> I just uh, outed myself uh, and as a Astro City nerd. It looks good. I just never got into it. Uh, I haven't read it in like 10 years, but <laughs> when I was reading it, it was good. Uh, but yeah, so I think easily this book surprised everyone. Yeah. Just by how good it was. And it, I mean, maybe he had a lot of help with his editor or whatever, but uh, I mean, he pulled that fucker off. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was great. No, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost it. Yeah, that's right. Did not expect to like it at all. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to struggle through this. I even put it off until last night to read it. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, as I was going to bed, I started reading it, and I was like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> and then I finished it today, and uh, yeah, I was super impressed. And I had no idea... I. I had thought that I was familiar with Gabriel Ba through, you know, I've flipped through Casanova and that book looks awesome. Right. I, I love the art. But I had read a book, I didn't realize I had read a book by him, him and his brother did a book called Details. Yeah. I had no idea that was him because his art looks a little different. That was all right. But all right. I've, I'm curious about that book just, again, because I, I do love Gabriel Ba mm-hmm. and Fabio Moon. Fabio Moon, that's his brother. That's his brother, yeah. Oh, the, they got a new book coming out. I told you about it once, and I gave you the completely wrong name for it. I think it's called Day Tripper. Okay. There's some... Ah, look it up. I'm on the internets. I originally said it was Aquaman Goes to Heaven. Yeah. Which would have been equally as awesome. But the best the best story I remember from Details, because there's a bunch of short stories, it's not like one big story. There was, there was one where him and his brother both draw the same story mm-hmm. and they just both draw it from a different point of view and it was kind of neat that's cool I, I found this one thing that I guess they formed up kind of a partnership with a few other artists um, one of them is uh, God I want to say it's Becky Cloonan uh, okay. she drew Demo mm-hmm. uh, and I think there's one or two other artists involved as well but 
uh, uh, Day Tripper is uh, the next book that they're working on. Is uh, it Dark, for, Dark Vertigo? Oh, it is Vertigo. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was like a, just a, a series of, of short stories that each artist did, and I think uh, one of the artists just did uh, spot illustrations, uh, like oh, chapter okay. breaks between the stories. Huh. And I, I just kind of flipped through like a, a sample that I found, and it looked amazing. But uh, I didn't read them. Who who wrote it? I think they all just they, it was themselves. Okay. Uh, Fabio Moon, Gabriel Ba, Becky Clunan, whoever else. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, yeah. Now I remember you. I think it was that. like five, five, yeah. five. Yeah, that's what it was. That looks awesome. There was one guy that his style looked like Paul Pope <clears throat> and Mobius mixed together. Yeah, that did like the the chapter illustrations. Yep, that's so. Yep, I forget his name, but man, that guy he needs to quit whatever band he's in and do that full time. <laughs> we. <laughs> the only person that should be a musician and a comics artist is James Kajalka, in my opinion. Uh, does, I agree. He does both so well. I completely agree. I've been listening the shit out of those two albums. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't uh, inflicted them on anyone else yet, but I should. I love that Justin Timberlake song. It reminds me of... It's really weird, but it reminds me of Cigarose, which is, like, the most... I mean, I love Cigarose, but it's, like, one of the most pretentious pieces of music that I own. Right. And it, But it has, like, this... Everything that I like about Cigarose is in that song. It just, like, has this build-up, and it goes on and on. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, if they had a sense of humor... They would they would do Justin Timberlake instead of you know whatever Icelandic right heartbreaking crescendo they're doing. <laughs> next. I guess they have another book uh, with Becky Clunan and Vasilis Lolos. Was that the guy? Uh, it's a different guy. Uh, Vasilis Lolos. He's uh, fuck. What was that book? Pirates of the Coney Island. Okay. Pirates, Pirates of Coney Island. Coney yeah. Island. Yeah. I like uh, his art too. Yeah, he's really good as well. Kind of reminds me of. Jamie Hewlett. Yeah, but yeah, they're doing uh, a book called Pixu. Pix, P-I-X-U. P-I-X-U. Never, never heard of it. Neither have I, but uh, it's got all four of those guys, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Coney Island. What do I keep on saying? The Coney Island. Pirates of Coney Island. Is that uh, like the next issue that ever come out? Uh, we may not have ordered it. Because <coughs> oh, we, well. were, we were down to selling one or less. Well, I was behind. You were the one? <laughs> I was the one. Oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure we get them. <laughs> all right. I mean, last I heard that, like, whatever issue was next after the one I had hadn't even come out yet, so, mm. who knows. I yeah, I, can, I don't know if we're still ordering <coughs> or not. When it gets down to one copy, we sometimes still order them, and sometimes don't, because if we don't know who's buying the one copy... L- like Jack Staff, where I have to beg for <laughs> a fucking year. Do you want that book? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're notoriously forgetting your Jack Staff for some reason. Uh. But hey, I, I'm not going to say whose fault that is, but I will say it's not mine, because <laughs> I don't order the image book. I know whose fault it is, but I'm not going to blame you. Yeah, it. I'm not going to blame you either. We love you, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, shit. I wasn't even going to say his name. <laughs> edit. Pause for edit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's going in now. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so thanks for picking that book, because I honestly never would have read it. I never would have picked it up, because I flipped through it. And I was like, oh, it looks neat, but... I knew that I think you'd enjoy it. Right. That sounds weird. I knew that I think you'd enjoy it. But, no, I mean, I, I, I had I had deep suspicions that you'd enjoy that book. And I knew that you would never do it on your own. So, right. yeah, when the first opportunity I had to force it on you, I, I, I jumped. Well, you know what's really funny is that me and you bought the only two copies that have been sitting in the store for weeks and weeks. Right. And uh, we both bought them so we could do this. And then I was working over the weekend, 
And on Saturday, this guy comes in and is like, do you have Umbrella Academy? <laughs> I was like, where were you last week? <laughs> but I had ordered one because I knew we were both going to buy it. So I ordered another one, and it's coming in tomorrow. And I told him, I said, hey, we'll come back Wednesday. We'll definitely have one. So, And now you can recommend it. I can. I know. Usually I recommend comics I've never read because I read so little of the Anything. stuff that we carry. Unless it's by Jeffrey Brown, you don't recommend it. <laughs> right. Yeah, anytime a girl comes in and her, her boyfriend's buying magic cards and she's bored out of her mind, I'm like, hey, check out Jeffrey Brown books, man. And they always leave with one. They're like, oh, it's so adorable. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? But... But yeah, usually I have to recommend, I'm like, oh, I hear Ultimate x Men's really good this month, you know. I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know. All I recommend is All-Star Superman and a bunch of mini-comics. That's about it. You are the worst comic book employee. I am. Well, I... I oh, Mavericks I'm, is the worst comic store. It is. It's the, it's the worst. <laughs> oh, I'm I was kidding. Bad. I love that place. Me too. I would shop somewhere else totally in a heartbeat, though. <laughs> I, You know, I... For years, I had a file at another store while I worked there. <laughs> I would never tell Jacker. I'm, right. glad, I'm glad this isn't like you know going out in the public. Or right. But uh, <laughs> I know because I got a bigger <laughs> like when I started working there. There was this other shop that opened up uh, just down the road on Linden, and he was trying to get everybody's business. Right. So he was giving 25 percent off to anybody that opened the file. Wow. And I was only getting like I think 10, 10 or 15 percent at the it's, job I worked at. It's only how much I ever got at Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I got a file there, and I mean I wouldn't do that now, right? But I was like fifteen. I needed the money. Now you're thirty-one. You're set for <laughs> That's life. That's right. You, uh, you don't need money. I'm rolling in the dough. Well, yeah, that big uh, corporate gig at Mavericks. All that Veggie Dog Saturn money that keeps oh, rolling. Yeah. In. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. That's why you can afford to work at Mavericks because yeah. Uh, yeah, you got uh, so much money coming in. Why is that scrolling by itself? <laughs> That was fucked up. Your computer's alive. It is. Man. Uh, so, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there's a sequel coming up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've or- we've ordered it already, I believe. Yeah. So it's less, uh, it comes less out than two months. In November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also kind of what, what uh, popped it in mind for me as well. The art reminds me, too, of, uh, especially in this, because like I said, I didn't even recognize the style from his other stuff, but it really reminds me of Michael Avon Omin and Mike Mignola. Kind of uh, there's together. definitely a Magnolia feel. Uh, yeah. Like with the monkeys and the shadows. Right, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's there's definitely a Magnolia feel. You don't see the Avon calling? <sighs> Not as much. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Because Avon Omen is also so influenced by Magnolia as well. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's also like a bit of Bruce Tim. Yeah, as I say, Bruce and, Tim with his jaws. Right. And, and I mean, I don't want to say he's like a, a total Bruce Tim clone, but uh, oh, you it's, it's it. a heavy, heavy influence. Can I see that? <laughs> there was a, there's something else I wanted to point out that was just kind of odd. Um, find it. Oh yeah, it was really weird today. You know how uh, every once in a while, like just things align and it's almost like creepy coincidence. Right. Well, th- this book is kind of you know, I mean, it has a lot, a little bit of that anyway, right. like with all the time travel and everything. But they mentioned this uh, Italian soap star named Gina Barbeau. Yeah. I think her name is. Uh-huh. In this uh, backup story. And I'd never heard of her until today. I was sitting, <laughs> I was waiting to get my hair cut at this barber shop, and I was looking through a magazine, and there's just all these, all this random information about celebrities, and one of them 
mentioned Gina Barbeau, and I had a picture of her, and I was like, oh, she's really pretty. Yeah. I'd never heard of her. And then I read this, and I was like, wow, if I hadn't seen that picture this morning, I would have like had to stop and be like, who the hell is Gina Barbeau? Uh, obviously, it didn't stop me, because I glanced over that. I have no idea who the fuck Gina Barbeau is. It was really weird, though. But, uh, I wonder if uh, you know, Grant Morrison Jr. there is uh, working up a little spell while yeah, he's writing, too. I know, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to jerk off when I read it. <coughs> I know. Like I do when I read Grant Morrison's. Well, we just do that automatically anyway. But uh, I, I want to clear that up. Uh, that's because... <laughs> because he does a... Ah, uh, fuck it. I just jerk off when I read his stuff. <laughs> I don't care. Final Crisis is that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to try to explain. Are we supposed to... We're allowed to talk about jerking off, right? Who the hell's going to stop yeah, us? Yeah, exactly. Uh, except for me, I'll edit it this whole <laughs> Yeah, edit, you can edit it out. Uh, but, uh, no, we're... But I, I, just, I mean, I don't know if I actually jerked off for the, uh, for, the, for the safety of the sales of the comic. But, right. But I just thought it was great that he uh, was eliciting all of his readers to, to jerk off in mass. Right. For uh, his spell. For his spell, right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about that, it sounds crazy, but, you know, like, you're like, what a loon. But he's hilarious and yeah. witty and good storyteller. You read the internets, everyone hates him, so, yeah. Everyone hates Grant Morrison. Oh, yeah. They all buy his books, <clears throat> though. Oh, wow, that's weird, isn't it, how that works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Comic fans are hypocritical, is that what you're saying? Weird. Or that uh, the people on the internet uh, don't exactly represent all comic buyers. Yeah. Mm. Or or they just want to go in there and bitch. Right. It's easy to tear down than to build up. Oh, wow. I know. That's deep. Is that Giuliani? Who said that? Uh, I think it was uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. (laughs) No. Reference to our last show. Yeah. (laughs) Man, that last show stunk. Oh, man. I, listened, I hope this one was better. I listened to it after I got home. You <clears throat> you uh, made me a copy of it and yeah. right before I went to bed. And, and I was like, man, wow, this is terrible. Yeah. I do kind of want to jump into announcer mode so that my, my co-worker will get annoyed with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does he hate your announcer voice? I don't know if he hates it or not, but he pointed it out that I, I go into it occasionally. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Which I, I notice, but uh, along with all the other little things I do that make me hate myself, but... Uh, uh, we're going to be doing the show, today is the 30th, which we mentioned, and we recorded our previous show on the 16th, so we record every two weeks, and in the off week is when we'll be releasing the episodes. Mm. So, expect this show next Tuesday, which like will be the, the, something like that. Something like that. Uh, 6th, 7th, tomorrow's the 1st, that's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say, is that uh, that's going to be our schedule from now on. Unless, uh, if it changes, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to say about Umbrella Academy? Uh, that it's fucking awesome, and I really look forward to the next one. I, yeah, I'm probably going to wait for the trade on that I was going to say, I will wait for the trade, too. Yeah. And and again, best cover artist ever. They've got on their books James Jean. I don't know if he's doing the sequel. Well, I mean, well, I'm just oh, saying for this on, one. on this one. Oh, yeah. But like, just as an added bonus, like if the story and the art weren't good enough, and the surprise of me loving it wasn't right. good enough. He but, at least had like seven pieces of James Jean oh, art to I know. So good. <laughs> he is incredible, though. Yeah, he's he's my favorite. Z- felt no pain. His brain was saturated with cocaine and Rogaine. He said, try scam. No thing. Three card dead. Fly man go for bling. He got bled. Eye jam over sting. See spots red. I am sofa king. We card dead. We card dead. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am sofa king. Faster. I am sofa king. No, no, not so fast. Lose this meaning.
I am so f***ing with time. You say funny thing. Oh, man. Sorry about that uh, fucking bad habit of hitting the goddamn keyboard. Bumping the keyboard. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, <clears throat> okay, let's start, because I'm a fucking retard. That dumb keyboard just hops, hops in everywhere. Fuck it. Well, you know, pretty soon we'll be using, like, what, what was it, Minority Report or something, where they just, like, touch touch the uh, the air, and there's, like, an invisible, intangible keyboard that lights up when you... I've never seen it. What? Oh, maybe it wasn't Minority Report, though. I don't know. might have been, like... Could be. Sounds like something that would have been in that movie. Uh, Tom Cruise was in it. I avoided it. Well, that was a good movie. Uh, I'm sure it could have been, but yeah, yep. Steven Spielberg also directed it, so that's why I avoided <laughs> it. Oh. <sighs> But, uh, when Steven Spielberg directs another Indiana Jones movie, then he can call me. I started to say Andy Dick wrote it, though, but I mean, Philip, <laughs> Philip K. Dick wrote it. That would have been a little different. I didn't see the Andy Dick version. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, Dick. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was good. It was a good movie, but, but yeah. I'm not big on the sci-fi. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge sci-fi nerd, but that one was a good, like, Orwellian future, like, detective story. It was pretty good. I like Back to the Future. That was much better than Minor Report. Yeah. I knew it would be. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, oh, shit. Was pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer. Blue Moon. Harvest Moon. Harvest Oh, you're doing Blue Moon Brewing yeah. It is Thanksgiving. Soon. Yeah. Or Halloween or... Whatever. Well, you know, all the Halloween costumes came out in July, so, yeah. I know. It must be Christmas by now, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, is, it is silly. They're so far in advance. <clears throat> the dollar store has... I think they do have uh, Thanksgiving stuff already. I wouldn't be surprised. It's crazy. Because, you know, Halloween's still a fucking month away. Let's, uh, you know, fucking 4th of July. Let's celebrate it now. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to start celebrating my birthday on, like, December 1st. Awesome. Even Happy though. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm celebrating next year's birthday on my birthday. Of this year. <laughs> of this year, yeah. And next year you don't get one. Uh, no, then, uh... I'll celebrate, celebrate the the next one after that. Just celebrate Christmas on your birthday. Yeah. yeah. And then, it's uh, anarchy is what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'll put up my birthday decorations like uh, three months in advance. And, yeah, that, be that'd be great. You know how people do like Halloween <laughs> decorations? Like if you just drive by, you're like, why is that giant inflatable birthday cake in that guy's yard? <laughs> and like he's naked. He's naked and he's got an umbilical cord. <laughs> you're like, it's my birthday decorations. Why else? <laughs> we can give the uh, Easter Bunny and Jesus, you know. Might as well give me some, too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to catch on. I think, uh... Like a giant birthday card with your... Oh, and there's like a hole, and you get your face sticking in it. <laughs> you know, like in those, those uh, cutouts where you go to the... the the fair, and they let you take your <laughs> picture as a pirate or something. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be good. So, so yeah. Yeah, any more about uh, the Umbrella Academy you want to talk about? No. Just that it's awesome, and I, you didn't expect I, it? I did not expect it. Everybody should go buy it. Yeah? You going to keep yours? That's a tough one. I may. <laughs> I may actually keep it. That is, I think, the highest compliment you can pay to yeah, a book. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about taking it back tomorrow, and then after I read it, I'm like, I don't know. That's pretty good. All right. Well, let's, uh, even though I know that we, we just had our technical glitch, let's uh, go ahead and pause right now so that we can throw in the second segment. Oh. And then uh, we'll, we'll be discussing uh, the new Coen Brothers movie, Burn After Reading. Yeah. So, 
hang with. Lying in my plastic bed Thinking how things weren't so cool to me back this is uh the movie portion of our show movies movies are good uh the interest of full disclosure we are not recording this at the time that you're uh, at the same time as you listen to uh the the previous segment editing trickery yeah we are we are devils (laughs) the movie that jason chose yeah, this was your choice. That's right. Um, is Burn After Reading, the yeah. new Coen Brothers film. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is still in theaters. You should go see it. So we had a little field trip. Our first field trip. Yep. And so we figured uh, after we saw it, we'd uh, we'd record the show while well, it was still fresh in our heads. So if this sounds a little disjointed from the, the previous segment, uh, we apologize. If I'm uh, a little drunker now than I am during the other portion, <laughs> it's because that's quite possible. Yeah, well, I think uh, the, the trick to that is that uh, we'll get you uh, good and liquored up before we do... Uh, Whatever comic we're going to be doing at right. that point. That's a good good idea. <coughs> Whatever comic that you just listened to. Yeah. Which n- neither one of us know. No. Or do we do? No, we don't know. Okay, we don't know? No. <laughs> I mean, I know it because it's going to be my week. Okay. I've so already made my choice, but I haven't told you my choice yet. Okay, so it's not the other one. Right. <laughs> I guess uh, that me scratching myself probably just picked up on the mic. That's retarded of me. <laughs> we can edit that out. We're full of uh, editing trickery. True, true. We have uh, made a deal with a digital Faust. The digital devil. Uh, that's right. It's not Faust. We are Faust. That's a good comic. <laughs> the, uh, At least the, well drawn. David Quinn, not so much. Tim Vigil, oh so much. Uh, well, I looked through a few issues that you yeah, laying around your house, and the art's okay. Yeah, the art's... Oh, I, I, I would love Tim Vigil, if you're listening... You should draw The Punisher, or Doctor Strange, <laughs> or something that isn't all about murdering and having multiple orgasms. Oh, no, I don't think uh, Doctor Strange shows off his cock enough for Tim Vigil to... But he could. He could, he I could guess. Do. But no. that's uh, that's not what we're here to talk about that's right now. That's right. We just uh, we saw a, a pretty good movie, I think. Yeah, we, we this is the first time we've talked about it, because on the way home we were too busy dodging fallen yeah. trees and... <laughs> Apparently we had uh, some sort of tornado. Yeah. Uh, tornado-like conditions. Half the town's out of power, <laughs> so everybody's in, in the drive throughs of all the factory <laughs> joints. Yeah, we were going to stop at Taco Bell, uh, grab a burrito, and uh, the, the, the line for the drive through is wrapped around the building it, and it out was, onto the street. It was insane. I haven't seen a, a drive through line like that since September 11, 2001. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's true. <clears throat> Nobody wanted to cook on that day. I was at work that day. So. Me too. Uh, all did. Uh, so did I. Uh, but, uh, wow, I'm just... Uh, Tangent number five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we just talk about some dead babies while we're oh, at it? Oh, man. I did see a good dead baby the other day. Really? Rotten.com. Oh, was, yeah. No, I've never been. I've, I haven't been there in years. <laughs> I haven't either. I have been there, though. It's unfortunate. The only good thing on that website was a picture of a... A girl in a Halloween mask pooping on herself in the shower. It was really funny. 
But other than that, that other than that, everything else was low brow. <laughs> the rest of it just didn't measure up. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, yeah, the movie, Burn After Reading. <laughs> Did we see a movie? Yeah. Uh, wow. I forgot. It was uh, a good movie. Yeah, it was. We uh, just opened uh, about a week ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we had the option to see it at uh, one of the nationally owned corporate chain theaters. That's right. But we chose instead the locally owned art theater. We said, fuck the man. Damn straight. We're going to the Neon. Fuck yeah, Neon Movies in uh, Dayton, Ohio, just um, outside the uh, Oregon District. On the 5th Street. Yes. Uh, so all you uh, people in Kansas listening, you know, if you ever want to come out here and... Next time you're at the air show. Oh yeah, the air show or <laughs> the, the Air Force Museum, you can <laughs> come to uh, the Neon Theater and support what crappy pretentious French film that they're showing that day because they hardly ever show all that really great movies. I, I will say about the Neon, every trailer that they showed, besides Choke, which looks pretty funny, yeah. every trailer was a perfect example of why I don't usually go to the Neon. <laughs> it just looked like the most pretentious crap. And, and that's the thing about that theater is if a good movie ever comes to this town... That's a small movie. They're the only people that get it. Yeah. But you have to wade through garbage, a, an avalanche of French yeah. crap to uh, find a good movie there. I really, yeah, I really do enjoy going there, and I really like supporting them. But yeah, um, yeah. What the hell was? Uh, well, there's choke. Yeah, choke. There was one. Uh, was it just like heaven or something like that? <laughs> the edge of heaven. The edge of heaven. Wow. Which one was that? They, they kind of ran together. I know they're all like they're all like people lying on the floor crying with bad sets. <laughs> just, just like heaven. I'd rather see my blue heaven any day. <laughs> Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, kicking ass. Fuck, you just ruined my next choice for uh, for the show. <laughs> uh, oh man! But the only th- but another good thing I can say about the neon that uh, that might explain my current situation they serve beer which is awesome I usually I don't drink when I watch movies at home but for some reason I just felt like I had to take advantage and I had a couple of beers there and all I've eaten in the last like eight hours is like a third of a tub of popcorn because I actually dumped it on the floor oh that was terrible uh yeah, I did not indulge. Uh, I'm indulging right now, but me, uh, not at the theater. I'm yeah, I'm drinking a, a forty of Corona, and or was I, uh, a twenty four of Corona. I'm sorry. And I am uh, going the pussy route and uh, having a pint of Smirnoff Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, great movie. Right <laughs> after it, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. There was uh, there was some douchebag uh, sitting in front of me who laughed at. Possibly the most inane fucking things. Uh, you know what was the best part too? There was like three or four really funny parts in that movie. He didn't laugh. He didn't laugh. Yeah. He laughed every time someone said like, "I'll be right back," and he was like, <laughs> "It was incredibly loud and distracting." And I just kept looking at him the entire time. I couldn't believe it. I muttered quite a few times. It's not that fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear, he laughed at least a. Like, seriously, at least a hundred times during the movie, no exaggeration. Yeah, from the get-go. I mean, like, the movie started, and, like, as soon as we saw, like, John Malkovich, 
uh, he just started guffawing. Oh yeah, and and I'm all for people enjoying their movie, and you know, and, right. and whatever. <clears throat> if he wants to laugh, that's fine. But it, it just was odd that he chose the non-funny parts to right. laugh at. It yeah. was bizarre. It was like he was nervous, and he was laughing at the nervous parts or something. I don't know. Or he thought maybe he maybe he was like, ah, oh, this part's probably supposed to be funny. I should be the first guy to laugh. Well, I should, uh, you know, I mean, when he walked in, I knew there was going to be issues. When he pulled those boxes out of his bag? I don't know what the... Well, no, did you see him uh, when we left? No. He had four framed pictures, a tennis racket, his laptop, and some sort of uh, electrical cord. Did he... Plus the beer and the popcorn. Was he reenacting the final scenes of The Jerk or something? <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you have a lampshade with him? What the hell? He could have. Yeah, I, I saw him. I saw him set some. I thought it was boxes. Maybe it was the framed pictures down in the seat right. next to him. I was like, "What is he doing?" Yeah, I couldn't tell what it was, and uh, like I saw, like in the dark, I saw the wire, and I saw his laptop, but I couldn't figure out what the hell the other crap was. And uh, when you were in the restroom and uh, me and your brother were waiting for you, I saw the guy, uh, he was, like, packing all his shit up as he was leaving. And, like, he tucked a tennis racket under his arm, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who brings a tennis racket to a movie? You never know when a tennis game is going to spring up. <laughs> I Maybe, I mean, maybe, it's just, you know, that's what you get for seeing movies downtown, I guess, right right uh, across from the bus station. Man, I, uh, I don't know, I'm... I'm at the point where I don't want to see movies at a theater anymore. Right. Simply because of the other people. I can't wait till I'm so rich that I can just rent out the theater and yeah. sit there by myself. Oh, well, you know, I can always also just uh, wait for it to come out on DVD and yeah. rent it. Because <clears throat> uh, uh, we saw Dark Knight and there was the guy behind us. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, oh my God, it's the Joker! It's the Joker! Everybody fucking knew it was the Joker! That guy was Captain Obvious. Oh, he was a, a special person. He's the kind of guy that, you know, when he's driving down the street, he goes, Yield! When he sees a yield sign. <laughs> I'm yielding! Yeah. I'm going to yield at this yield sign. Because that's what it's supposed to tell me to do. Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's alright. I don't recall there being anyone like that during Pineapple Express, but... Uh, the last few times you went, there's yeah. it's like you're a magnet for uh, for idiots. <laughs> but the movie itself, uh, I've really enjoyed myself. It was really funny. Uh, I will say it was a little slow at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. Yeah, I don't think it really didn't pick up until for me anyway. The first time that Brad Pitt and John Malkovich had their first interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess we should probably safely say that, uh... Spoilers. Spoilers all around. Yeah. Uh, go see the movie, turn off the podcast and go see the movie, and then... Come back. Yeah. Redownload us, and, uh... Well, I guess you could save us to your to your hard drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, spoilers from here on out, totally. Uh, but that should be obvious to you if you listen to, uh, the first half, which is, uh, the comic part, and we probably spoiled the fuck out of that, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Probably, because we don't know, because we're exactly. time travelers right now. Damn straight. <laughs> That's in the future. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, the the first time Brad Pitt and John Malkovich had their interaction over the phone, 
was, I think, the moment that it just it, it became a good movie to me. Brad Pitt was really funny in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, funnier than you would think Brad Pitt could be. Yeah. I would... <clears throat> would you venture to say this is probably his best role in a long time? I, see, it, it's weird. We were just talking about Brad Pitt last night, my roommate and I. I remember in the early 90s, like early 90s, I was like, I hate Brad Pitt. Wow, what a douchebag. And then... And then he was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to be in Seven and Twelve Monkeys and Fight Club and Snatch and Prove You Wrong, motherfucker. And I was like, wow, he was in four amazing movies. Yeah. And that guy is a badass motherfucker. And and now I can't think of any of the bad movies I've seen him in. I, it's like he crept into <clears> my house and brainwashed me because I can't think of a bad movie that guy's been in. And I remember I hated him because of all the you know, bad movies that I thought he was in. Interview with a Vampire? That was terrible. With uh, Johnny Swade. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. He was great in True Romance, but he had like three lines. Right. Yeah, well, I'll agree with that. Um, Maybe it's just because... Cool World? Oh, that was awful. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. I just, I, maybe I'm thinking of how, you know, he was just like a Hollywood pretty boy and... Overhyped. And yeah. The next big star. But they were right. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He's such a good actor. <clears throat> and he's going to be in the... The Bizarre Case of Benjamin Button, which is the only other movie coming out this year that I want to see. Yeah, that does uh, look pretty good. Uh, but, you know, I'll pretty much say anything David Fincher does. Oh, yeah. Even though I have yet to see Zodiac. But Yeah, that Paul Abdul video was fucking awesome that he did. <laughs> I said everything. And uh, I meant it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, yeah, he was great. Uh there's a lot of good small actors. The only thing I think that movie needed was William H. Macy, and that would have been fucking perfect. Yeah, I could, uh, yeah, he could have been in uh, uh, the, the the manager of the, the health club, Hard Bodies. <laughs> See, that guy was great, though. It was, that oh, was, he was very good. Wasn't that her husband from Fargo? The guy that played Ted? I forget. I forget, no, his, no, I forget that, the actor's name. That wasn't, uh, no, that wasn't that guy. Well, he wasn't, I know I recognize him, I was thinking from another Coen Brothers movie, but well, he is one of those actors. You don't know his name, but he's so familiar. He's in a thousand things. Right, and if I had the internet right now, we'd uh, we'd look him up and uh, see just who the hell he is, but uh, tornadoes uh, tore out my phone lines, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we should talk about that for a second. Today, in our town, <clears throat> apparently there was uh, basically a tornado, except for it didn't touch down. There are branches everywhere. I mean, there's streets that you can't drive down because there's trees. Yeah. I, I tried to go to my mom's to help her move an air conditioner after work. And, <laughs> and uh, there's all these trees, like, just destroyed and laying on the street everywhere. Like, all over town. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, behind us, uh, there's a back street here. Uh, yeah, the, the street is entirely blocked by the trees across the street from each other coming down, like, in the middle of the street. It's like giant limbs in the road. <clears throat> yeah, and then, yeah, on our way back from the theater, uh, you're going down that, you're going down the curviest fucking road in Dayton anyway. It's and like all, a mountain. And all the traffic lights are out. All the traffic lights are out. All the street lights are out. Nobody's, <clears throat> okay, people, okay. <laughs> Listen to this for a second. If all the street lights and all the, uh, traffic lights are out, here's what you do. It becomes a four-way stop, all right? <laughs> the fuckheads that don't know that, oh my god, what the hell? It becomes a four-way stop. <laughs> if, if, if we get nothing else from this podcast other than one fucking moron out there realizes that... It's a four-way stop. It's a four-way stop when the, when the traffic lights are out, then, then we have been successful, but... 
please fucking realize that. No one knew that. They were just driving right through the, yeah. the lights. Are you fucking idiots? Well, what the hell? Uh, when we started out this evening, we, we had uh, your roommate with us. And like oh, yeah. halfway to the theater, he's like, "I need to go home." He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. I'm going to see some band play." <laughs> he's like, "I gotta see this band play that's supposed to sound like uh, explosions in the sky, only you know, not as financially successful." <laughs> so I gotta support them, you know, which is nice. Yeah. I think they're called the Minutes, so you know, I hope I hope the Minutes rock, and I hope they make. You know. Yeah, you know, nothing against the band, and yeah. nothing really against your roommate, but uh, it, it was kind of weird last minute that yeah. you know, he, he remembers he double booked himself. Yeah. So we're taking him home, and we're at like the major intersection near your house, and it's a weird fucking intersection anyway, because it's a four-way intersection, but it seems like there's six different ways you Cause, can go. Because of all the left turns. Yeah, yeah. and uh, coming down from... Uh, the north to south, there was like three cars that just went through the light. Oh, they just drove right through. The, yeah. The best part was the lady that had her hands on her head as she was driving. We, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, the, a third car drove in front of me when it was my turn. You know, was, they just kept going as if they had a green light. And there's it's a power outage, so there's no lights. <laughs> and the third car, the lady driving the truck, she's not on her cell phone. But both of her hands are on the top of her head as she's driving. Maybe she's got a gun to the back of her head and she's, you know, driving a serial killer to his next crime scene. Which I hope so, because <laughs> I hope that lady is murdered in her sleep tonight. Wow, wow, that's dark. It's pretty dark, but I mean, I'm the one that's supposed to be the, the homicidal one here. It's not as dark as that traffic light because it was out. The stupid bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I'm sorry, I get. I get a little worried. You're an angry drunk. I'm an angry drunk. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm never an angry drunk. I'm just, I can't believe how people behave whenever, you know, the slightest thing go wrong. They're just like, well, fuck it, I'm going home. I don't don't care that the traffic lights are out. I'm just going to drive and fuck that guy that it's Uh, his turn. I don't, I don't care. A couple weeks ago, I had to go get my uh, tags renewed for my car. And uh, there was some sort of computer network outage uh, with uh, the DMV in Columbus. And there was, like, a pretty big line of people in front of me. But, like, it was affecting the computers here in Dayton. Didn't really help that I went to the, the ghettoist of uh, ghetto DMVs. But uh, <laughs> I'm standing there, and the guy behind the counter, like, makes the announcement. He's like, oh, the computers are down. And then, like, the just people in front of me just start bitching. Right. And they're just like, God damn it, I'm sitting here, I can't believe I do this. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, they started leaving. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, well, yeah, I, I got off early this day. I'm not too terribly in a rush to go anywhere. The line's getting shorter. The line's getting shorter because the more people that get angry, the more they're, that are leaving. <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm in front of the line. All right. And then, uh, you know, I get called up, and, uh, you know, as luck would have it, that uh, the computers came up for, like, the minute that they needed to renew my car. See, every once in a while, there's a silver lining. Exactly. And I'm usually one of those angry people that, you know, throw things around. <laughs> and storm out of the DMV. Right. Uh, of course, I had already uh, taken, uh, they have one of those cashless ATMs there. Right. And I'd already... Uh, Taking like forty dollars out. What's a cashless ATM? I, I I'm one of the seven people in America that doesn't have an ATM card. You uh, slide your card through, and it gives you a receipt uh, telling you how much money you've withdrawn. Okay. And then you have to take it up to the counter, and then they just uh, take that as uh, cash. Wow. Yeah. What's the point of that? 
Uh, so they don't get robbed? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because huh. <clears throat> the, they don't use credit cards at the DMV or anything like that. So I've I've never taken money out of an ATM in my entire life. Wow. <laughs> I uh, I do I I barely ever have any cash on me. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to rob me, uh, don't. I can't wait till it's a Unless cash. Unless you want a dollar, right? Or some you know <laughs> some spare change that I can't even use to your, buy uh, the candy at my office. Your Kroger Plus card. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait till it's a cashless society and more importantly a checklist society. Just it's all gotta be computer chips in our fingertips. Oh, uh, Mark of the Beast. Mm. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I can't wait. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good movie. Good movie that yeah. we watched. Yeah. Uh starring uh, Brad Pitt, uh George Clooney. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Frances McDormand was awesome. She was really she good. She was really good, yeah. Uh, I don't normally like her, but yeah. She, really? Yeah. Really? Fargo? Come on. <coughs> well, I like Fargo, but yeah. Raised in Arizona? Yeah. You gotta get your dip tit. You gotta get your dip tit. So this is the second time <laughs> that we've, we've... Was this on our official preview show that we uh, talked about? Uh, oh, yeah, that's maybe, right. yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's seriously been like ten years since I've seen Raised oh. in Arizona. I don't remember a goddamn it's, thing oh, from it. I, that's such a good movie. Um, Sure it is. I remember enjoying it, but and uh, <clears throat> the guy that the guy that played the head of the CIA, I forget his name, the actor's name, but J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, he was awesome. He was he's the guy from Lady Killers that that always says easiest thing in the world. That guy. Uh, he's also uh, J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Comic books. People. Read yeah. Them. Read them. Uh, he's uh, yeah. I'll, I I enjoy him and everything he is in. He is great. Yeah. And yeah. he generally kind of plays the same guy, yeah. Like in everything he does, but it's always awesome. Yeah, yeah. That guy needs more work. He was only in. Well, he's in a, in a show. Uh, oh yeah? yeah, television program. Yeah, a, a television program. Ooh, uh, it's on cable. Oh, let's it's see called him. the Closer. With uh, he's a baseball player. Uh, no, oh. he's uh, the head of uh, like the police department or something like that. Huh. He, uh, it's got, uh, Kevin Bacon's wife in it, mm. and, uh... I don't even know who that is. Who's uh, Kevin Bacon's wife? Kevin Bacon's wife. Oh, right, right. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... Kelly Bacon. Kelly Bacon, Sarah sure. Bacon. Yeah. Sarah Bacon. It's, uh, Kira Sedgwick, actually. Kira Sedgwick. Uh, it's got, uh, it's also got, and this is the best part, the guy from the Police Academy movies, <laughs> the, uh... The evil commanding officer. Oh yeah, okay. The guy with uh, always had the switch with him. Oh, where where he has that bullhorn and they put like shoe polish on it. Right. And he does the <laughs> he yells through the bullhorn and there's a black circle around his mouth. Comedy, yes. comedy genius. Love police academy. Oh, so good. But it's no burn after reading. No, no, that movie was funny. <laughs> you guys should go see Burn After Reading. <laughs> it's on at the Neon, maybe. Yeah, if you're in Dayton, but. Uh, if not, I'm sure a theater near you has it. You gotta respect them too for following up, uh, like a, you know. Oh, No Country for Old Men and huge. this movie are just the polar yeah. opposites. It's like it's like going to see Motorhead and a uh, Mazzy Star opens up for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be more different. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I totally respect the hell out of that too. Yeah, I mean they could have easily just done you know, well that was really popular. You know, let's. Uh, Milk that for all it's worth. Right. Yeah, let's get somebody else from Goonies to be in a movie with no music. 
Oh, that was my favorite part of that movie, too. What's that? No, no music? No music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of music in this one, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it is completely... It is <laughs> isn't, the exact opposite of No Country for Old Men. Isn't, has anybody ever heard of the band The Fugs? Because they did the uh, the closing <laughs> credits as the it, the guy sounds like he's like I don't even want to be here, but I'm going to do this <laughs> song. I couldn't believe that. If anyone out there is listening and you have heard of the Fugs, please write into us. We want to know more. Yeah, who the hell are the Fugs? Yeah, they I'm, sing a song called CIA Man. It was funny, but so bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> it was like we they, sat through the entire credits just <laughs> I think to find out who the hell was singing it. Right. That's the only reason. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think Sam Jackson was going to show up and try to get Francis McDormand to join the Avengers or anything. So, so that's the only reason I can think of sitting through the credits. Uh, should we talk about what the movie actually is about? Oh yeah, the movie. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is right. We were talking about movies. Oh, uh, uh, we're coming up on a half an hour. Oh man. Fuck it. No. We'll, okay. We'll still talk about it because this will probably be edited. Yeah, the movie was kind of a, a spoof of a lot of the. Espionage, crime, CIA, secretive movies that have been popular for years and years. Yeah, he even, even had the little X Files like font at the beginning. Yeah, the very first thing you see, like along the bottom left corner of the movies. The opening and the beginning of the movie start with like the world's largest uh, pan in and pan out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it goes to the CIA headquarters, which is in Virginia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, but basically it's, uh, John Malkovich plays a, uh, pretty low-level, uh, CIA employee. I, I guess he's pretty much just a paper pusher. Yeah. And right. he gets, uh, he gets demoted. Canned, almost. Yeah. So he just quits. <laughs> and, uh, uh, decides that he's gonna write his life's work, or his, uh, his life story. His memoir. His memoir. John Malkovich, he's... He's a good actor, and I like seeing him and things, but he has such a weird way of talking sometimes. I love that guy, though. I mean, I shouldn't talk. My voice sounds like shit when we oh. actually listen to this show, but... No, nobody listens to this show, including us. Uh, well, we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, neither should you. Yeah, turn it off. Go outside. It's nice out. <laughs> it, it is. Watch out for falling branches, though. Yeah. Or power lines, or... And uh, don't go to Taco Bell. Don't ever go to Taco Bell, even if the drive is empty. Yeah, but they do have the new Volcano Taco. <laughs> the ass volcano, the shit volcano. That's what they should call it. Okay, back to the movie. Back to the movie. Yeah, focus. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Stay with us. Stay with us. Just hold on. Help us on the way. Uh. So yeah, he's a. He gets he gets demoted. Yeah, he gets shit canned by the guy that plays Sledgehammer. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he was also a cop in. Uh, an Innocent Man starring Tom Selleck. Wow. Sorry, I know that. Did you actually see that? Yeah. Wow, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, well, this is pretty good. Really? Let's talk about that. No. Okay. Not until we see it. You can, that can be your, your no, next choice. No, I never want to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess I'll have to pick the Tom Selleck movie for next week. Oh, man. Is it Quigley Down Under? <laughs> it will be. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, Sledgehammer shows up and... Uh, Cans John Malkovich. Cans uh, John Malkovich. Uh, he uh, goes home, and uh, his his wife is uh, berating him from the word to go. She's a bitch, too. That girl. Bitch. She's like Iris from Flash. <laughs> if you've uh, ever listened to Tom vs. the Flash, you which, know what we're talking about. Which you totally should. It's funny. You really should. It's an awesome podcast. 
Tom versus Flash. I'm sure he'll appreciate the traffic. It's on. It's on the for, computer interweb. Yeah, for the uh, the two people that listen to us who probably are already listening to Tom versus the Flash anyway. Which is me and you. Yeah, that's the two people who listen to it. <laughs> if you are listening to this and you're not me or Eric, write in sometime and uh, tell us that you're not us. And Seriously, you, you actually listen. We we want feedback, people. Because we we think maybe that we're just sitting in this uh this room here yeah. recording ourselves having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, that's not bad, but right, yeah. it'd be nice to know you're out there. Right. We've uh, we've heard from people, but uh, we know them all. Yeah, we know them all. Yeah, so we want to know from people. We want to hear from people we don't know. And we only know six people collectively, and that includes ourselves. So. Seriously, uh, we're we're lonely and lonely people. It's a, yeah. Well, anyway, the movie though. The movie. movie uh, yeah. <laughs> the movie's good. The the trailers make it look like it's it's very heavily a Brad Pitt movie. Right. It right. really isn't. No. In fact, spoiler, he gets killed halfway through the movie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, well, hell, it takes like 45 minutes for him to even show up first. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he's only around for like 20 minutes after that. <laughs> but he's hilarious while he's in there. He really is. He's really good. He did look a little weird. He I don't know if it was just the hair. The drugs, maybe? It could be the drugs. <laughs> yeah, the hair, Wow. <clears throat> And he's all, like, excited. He, he reminds me, that's the thing about the Coen brothers. They have a gift that they can put people in their, characters in their movies that are so relatable to just, like, the random schmo people that you meet. Yeah. Like, you're like, wow, what is the deal with that guy? Is that real? And then the Coen brothers are like, oh, yeah, that's real. And we're going to put it in our movie because we know how to make a good film. We know how to make characters that are, actually exist. Yeah. And they're all unique and... Uh, I think that's that's definitely the thing. They're all unique characters. There's no, there's no other character like like Brad Pitt's character in this movie. Oh, in right. any other movie. Oh no, never. Yeah. And like the the lawyer guy that's trying to get uh, <clears throat> John Malkovich's wife to take him for all he's worth. Yeah. He's so real. Yeah. Like he's like just some weird guy that you'd meet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's not like you. Know, there are no typical movie characters in this movie, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it so awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like, th- it's like you said earlier. It's it's sort of like a parody of all those old, well, not even old, but just you know, spy movies in general. It's like they took every spy convention and said, "We're going to do the exact opposite." Yeah, yeah, like the CIA. <laughs> they don't they don't know anything. Like <laughs> they don't know anything. Just yeah, they just don't give a shit either. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> Um, even even the movie poster I was telling you on the way in, I, th- I reminded me a lot of those old Saul Bass movie posters that uh, that he would do for Alfred Hitchcock like right. spy movies. Yeah, it was it was such like an homage slash sarcastic parody, and it and it's really funny. Yeah. You, you guys have to see it. Turn it, turn off the Super Bowl or whatever shitty television you're watching. <laughs> and Dexter. Go, yeah, well, well, Dexter's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know, man. So I, don't, I don't know if it... Oh, man, that's a tough one. I, th- I think if you're watching Dexter, just wait till it's over. Wait till it's over. And then go see this. And then go see it. Because Dexter... Dexter's, Dexter's quite possibly quite possibly better than this movie, but... I, I would agree. Yeah. But De- uh, back to the movie, though. I, I do... Uh, I think my favorite character... I mean, all the characters in it are good. All mm-hmm. the, the actors are in it are really good. Even oh, awesome. George Clooney, I thought, was amazing in this movie. He's all... Oh, man. He was he's all over the board. I, I love how he... Com- every every scene he's commenting on the style of floor of the room <laughs> he's in, he's like, is that a wide, white, white panel pine or something? <laughs> wow. He... Because 
when you first meet him, you think that he's, you totally think that he's going to be that stereotypical, I'm George Clooney, I'm the hero of this movie, I'm going to do something really badass at some point. Yeah. yeah. But he totally doesn't. No, not at all. (laughs) He has this, oh my gosh. (laughs) The only, the only, (laughs) he does build an amazing machine that, oh, I would even be tempted to buy one of those, I don't know. I yep. don't know if we should tell. We you definitely yeah. just need to see it. This we don't the, want to ruin it. Yeah, this is the one thing we will not let out of the bag. He builds something in the movie that is fucking amazing, and you have to see it to believe it. <laughs> it's incredible, and and you'll all want to go out and buy one. Yeah, but they don't exist because they're so fucking cool that no one can make this thing. Well, what's even awesome is that he it's out of nowhere. Oh yeah, like we have we see him. There's no build. We see him going to uh, Office Depot or not Office Depot, Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, Home Depot. And uh, he starts building this thing in his basement, and we see him welding stuff, and we see him like moving parts around. Right. But we have no fucking clue what he's doing or why he's doing it. You'd think it'd be something like espionage related, right? It's not. <laughs> but it's amazing. It's fucking cool. I want one. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, once people see it, that might give the wrong impression about you. But uh, I, I, at this point, I don't care. That thing was so amazing. <laughs> I, see, I don't even know if I would use it. I would just be like, "Hey, you know, I've, check this out." I've yeah. also got one of these things. You know, we've got a pool table. Uh, we've also got this thing. If you want to hang out down here. Twisted you over and under to take you The coals went so wild as they swallowed the rest I twisted you under and under to break you I just couldn't breathe with your throne on my chest all night All I hear, all I hear is your heart Else. But yeah, Sweet Machine, it. Sweet Machine in the movie that everyone's going to want to go by. Seriously, uh, it's pretty fucking awesome. Uh. <laughs> Other than that, though, the, yeah, the story, it's not really about the story, it's about the characters. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the story's pretty paper thin. And it's about making your ass laugh, and it will. Yeah. You'll totally laugh, unless you're a stuck-up bitch, right. or, or an asshole dude. Right, who will laugh at all the not-funny parts. Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah. right before you go play tennis at midnight, <laughs> in a in a city with a power outage. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, man. Anything else about the movie? Uh, it's, uh, I'd say it's not the worst Coen Brothers movie. No, yeah, I would definitely, it's not their best either, it's, I would it's, say. It's no Big Lebowski no, I'd say that one probably sits as my favorite. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I couldn't pick a favorite. You know, I can pick a favorite. I can tell you my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Well, then tell it. It is The Man Who Wasn't There. That's a great movie. That is in my top five favorite movies of all time. Do you want to hear my top five while we're doing movies here? What the fuck? Sure. I'll, I'll just throw them out there. <clears throat> and this is in the precise order. Or at least, at least the first one. Easily the first best movie I've ever seen in my entire life is Alien, without a doubt. All right. Um, from there, I would go Purple Rose of Cairo. 
I would go Man Who Wasn't There. I would go Seven. And I would finish up with Natural Born Killers. That's it. That's it. That's my list. Wow. I uh, I don't know if I have a definitive five. Yeah? I, I definitely know my top, my number one movie of all time. Uh, Mamma Mia. Just came out this year. <laughs> that it is. Uh, I saw that instead of seeing The Dark Knight on opening weekend. In IMAX, no less. In IMAX. That uh, was the one theater that wasn't showing The Dark Knight in IMAX. <laughs> and it was totally worth it. <clears throat> Pierce Brosnan has never been better. All right. <laughs> Especially when he sings. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. It's a must-see. No. My, my all-time number one favorite movie, bar none, uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh, okay. That, that's kind of a big one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have a top five, though. I mean, there's movies I like. There's movies I like a lot. They're always changing. I don't know if like I could just pick out one. Right. Um, I can cobble together one here real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just off the top of my head. Do it uh, up. No thought whatsoever. <laughs> Evil Dead 2. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, <clears throat> Requiem for a Dream. Ooh, that's a dark one. That's a dark one, and I've never seen it past the one time that I've seen it. <laughs> the Wayne's but Brothers have never been funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen it the once, but it left such an impression on me that, that it will reside in my top five. It's pretty pretty heavy. So yeah, what's your other two? Ah, that's a, that's a very good question. Um... I'm Stalin. I'm blanking on just, everything. Just, just name any two Stanley just, just Kubrick movies. <laughs> They're all amazing. Uh, you know, I I almost want to change uh, one of mine to to a Stanley Kubrick movie. Well, you can't. The Sh- You've already mentioned your oh, list. Oh man. No, go ahead. Because I I could I could easily say The Shining and um <clears throat> excuse me Doctor Strangelove. Those two movies. They could they could really creep into my top five. They could muscle just about any one of those movies except for Alien right out of the picture. I have never sat through The Shining entirely. Uh, I have seen Doctor Strange Love and I like it, but I like 2001 better. That's a good movie. And Clockwork Orange I also enjoy a that's, whole lot better. That's a really good movie. Shining's definitely, bar none, my favorite horror movie, though. I don't know what my favorite horror movie was if I had to separate the genres and all that, but uh, uh, I know the one movie I enjoyed the most, uh, at least a recent horror movie, is Hatchet. Hatchet, okay. I don't, I've only seen like 20 minutes of that. Right, something. but uh, I love that movie. It's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, but you know, that's such a recent thing, I don't think it's had the... The opportunity to stand the test of time yet? Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Alice Cooper soundtrack. I'm not not joking. I love that movie. I've never seen it. I've seen it like twenty times. Yeah, you know, I've never seen any other Friday the Thirteenth movies. You're not missing anything. I don't think seriously, so. Seriously, they're pretty terrible. I you didn't see Freddy vs. Jason. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> Japanese director, forget his name, but, you, but like he did something amazing. He was like, oh, I'm going to make this really fun. It's going to be like, you're going to feel like you're watching the Super Bowl with your two favorite teams when you're you know, in the middle of this movie. And that's what he did. It was good. But it's no burn after reading, people. That's what we're talking about here tonight. <laughs> Alright, you've saved me from having to come up with two more movies. Oh, awesome. Right. Alright. Uh, man, yeah, I, I can't think of a top five. My my tastes are always changing. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty much just depending on my mood, I guess. Right. But uh, I think the three that I mentioned, I think those three will, will always reside at least in the top ten. Apocalypse Now is your number uh, one. Number one all time, no matter what. 
Uh, anything else about the movie you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. The uh, I I do want to we we talked a little bit about the uh, the manager of the gym. Oh in yeah, the movie Ted. Ted, uh, who's actor? We, we have no idea. The who name he is, is the name escapes me. Yeah, he's good though. He's good, and I would say he's my favorite character in that movie. Really? Because he's so human. Oh yeah, and I. He is the character that, you know, you watch him go through this movie, and especially what happens to him at the end, so undeserved. Oh, yeah. And he is just the most real human character in this film, and and you just feel so bad through him, and you want to see him come through in the end. It never gets brought up, really, in the movie, but you, as an audience, and him are the only two that know what Ted really wants out of life in that movie. And no one ever else knows other than and the no audience. Cares. Yeah, no one cares. And yeah, he is the character with the most to lose in this movie. Yeah, and, and he does. And he's the most sympathetic character, and it's it's terrible what happens. So, yeah, but he is my absolute favorite character in that movie. Uh, yeah, and it's such a small role too, but so bigger than the movie itself. Oh, I think. Where's where, where do I know that guy from too? It's <laughs> driving me crazy. Oh, he was a. Uh, he was uh, Birdie's father in The Man Who Wasn't There. He was the drunken uh, lawyer guy that, that Billy Bob Thornton goes to see. He's like drinking whiskey on the porch. He's like, eh. He's like, if you want the very best, you got to go get Freddie Reed and Schneider. That, that's him. <laughs> okay. Still don't know your name, buddy, but you're a fucking amazing actor. <laughs> I love you. So I think we can call it a wrap on that then? Yeah, yeah. Good movie. Go see it if it's still in theaters. If not, you should rent it or yeah, download it. wait till it comes out. Don't download. Yeah, don't download. Who would say that? I, I never said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we only support uh, legal activities on the internet. That's here. right. Um, I'm going to go drink and drive here in a second. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. I'm glad we saw it. Me too. Um, and I'm glad we supported the Neon because it's a great theater. Yes, it is. Um, all right, so... Like I said, we recorded this uh, before we actually did our show, so we're probably just going to fade back into whatever other conversation we're going to have in the future, right? where you'll find out about what we're going to do for the episode after this, because wow. uh, we, we don't know yet. We just traveled 88 miles per hour. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, uh, thanks for listening to this, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show if there is one. Hopefully mm. there is. Uh, at least enjoy the, the outro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks. reading segment um yes uh we should wrap this fucker up otherwise i think two shows in we we might hit the uh, the two hour mark at this point oh yeah that's not so we, we still don't know exactly what all is going to be in the show this is the kevin costner podcast uh you know i listen to a hell of a lot of podcasts when i'm at work and uh sometimes i always wish that uh, at least the good ones mm-hmm. i wish they all went on a lot longer than they do all right because yeah. you know, it, it eats up a lot of my time at work it makes the day go faster and I hope that uh, someone who might listen to this at work uh, feels the same. Yeah, this is uh, for them. I, I hope this is a time waster for you. <laughs> I know work. it is for us. Uh, yeah. We we could have been doing so many other things at this point. <laughs> working on our comics. Uh, sleeping. 
Sleep is good. I haven't had a lot of sleep in... Did you just nod off there? Yeah, what? <laughs> were you trying to think of... Were you trying to think of how long you hadn't slept, or did you actually... I was trying to think of how long I, I hadn't well. slept. I was like, maybe you did fall asleep. <laughs> For a minute, I believe. Mm. Alright, so I guess uh, we should wrap this fucker up. Okay. Let's uh, talk about what we're going to be seeing and reading in uh, the next episode, which will be two weeks from now. Yeah. I chose this week's comic, The Umbrella Academy. You chose this week's movie, Burn After Rainy. So it's my turn to pick the movie and your turn to pick the comic. We're switching it up. Ew. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to go? I'll go. Okay. All right, I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I was trying to Hold think. on. Is this going to cost me a lot of money? No. Because I want to go on vacation it's gonna cost you next month. It's going to cost you nothing. Really? Yeah. All right. It's a freebie. Really? Because uh, it's going to be something that I'm buying that comes out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Because I, originally I was like, I was looking through my collection and I was like, oh, I'm going to pick something that I've already read so I don't have to read any more comics. Because right. I fucking hate comics. <laughs> but but then <clears throat> I, was, I was looking at the list of uh, stuff that was coming out tomorrow. And there's a book that I, I'm going to buy that I've never read because, you know, it comes out tomorrow for right. the first time. Right. And uh, I was like, well, that'd be good. We can both read it. You can, both, you can read my copy. That way you don't have to buy one. Okay. So the book I chose is, I, I lost the note. I wrote down the title of it, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can look it up if no, we need to. I, I'm 99% sure. It's it's called uh, My Brain is Hanging Upside Down, which is, you know, reference to the Ramones song. Uh-huh. And it's by David Heatley. And I've only been slightly familiar with his work. I've seen I've seen some of his stuff, but uh, I haven't really read much of it. But this one, I think it's about his. It's like autobiographical sexual escapades. And uh, so, so lots of cock. Lots of cock. Nice. Not as much as in the new issue of War Heroes, but oh uh, wow, that but, was just one giant one, <laughs> which uh, they they stole from you, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was gonna say I posed for that, for that shot because all he does is photos but but he's one of the good ones he's one of the good ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then him and Tim Bradstreet I like Tim Bradstreet I did as well but yeah so it's called My Brain is Hanging Upside Down so if you can okay, find well, a copy of it out there anyone you should read it and email us what you think yeah it looks uh, kind of I'm not exactly but a little bit uh, Chris Rarish Chris yeah Chris Rarish I was thinking uh, Dan Klaus Klaus how do you say his name Klaus Klaus I would say Klaus yeah uh, maybe a little bit of that too. Uh, I don't know. Of course, it's really fucking tiny. So yeah. I guess we'll we'll find out after tomorrow. Then. Yeah, it comes in tomorrow. Well, here's my greatest fear: yeah. is that diamond fuck Don't ups, fuck ups that they are. Yeah, we'll forget to ship it, and uh, we'll end up reading Jack Kirby's Silver Star instead. Well, then uh, if that happens, we'll we'll come back here and re-record this part so okay. you can uh, tell us the new book. That's true. Because uh, I got a week to edit this. So. And anyone that's listening, they 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 don't know that this is actually maybe the third time we've already done that. Right? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows that power of <clears throat> Yeah, I, I could have uh, I could have accidentally deleted the entire show at one no, point, and no, we yeah. had to re-record. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, who would do that? <laughs> Idiots. That's it. <laughs> Bumbling fools. Exactly. And we are professionals. Exactly. So yeah. So All what? Right. So what movie are you thinking? All right, movie movie time. Alright, we had such a good time seeing Burn After Reading yeah. that I decided, and I don't want to make this a, a regular thing, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, there's a movie coming out this weekend that uh, Ooh, another field trip. I really want to see, <laughs> and 
it's at the Neon. We're going to go see Choke. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I've actually, I've read the book. I've never seen the movie. Either. I have read the book as well. I love the book. Did I just say I've never seen the movie? Yes. I, I said that a lot. <laughs> you have I've, uh, well, it actually has been out for a week, so I guess technically okay. that, you know, and there is it just the... hasn't been in Ohio yeah. <laughs> this week. Well, gosh darn, they done got it all the way over to this. <laughs> we get everything uh, kind of on the ass end of the spectrum. Actually, it's pretty early for this. Uh, it just opened last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this is this past weekend. Okay. So we're only getting it like a week later than... Uh, hmm. Normal. Usually, yeah, we have to wait like uh, six months, and everyone else in the freaking world has already seen the movie. And then, uh, hey, the neon gets it after you know it's it's already at the the, the dollar ninety right. in its uh, blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, you can get it at a McDonald's in Chicago in their red box <laughs> three months ago. <laughs> but we, we just now get it. Yeah. No, but I'm not making fun of the neon. Though I love the neon. Uh, do as well. So yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have another field trip. We're gonna Sweet. go see Joke. I love eating popcorn. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of against popcorn, but mm. uh, uh, that that has more to do with uh, bad personal memory than anything else. And Choke is the Chuck Palahniuk book. Yeah. Um, the guy that wrote Fight Club and, yep. and Survivor and all that. And I love those books as well. Mm. And I loved Fight Club the movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Yep. I knew it was on its way this year, but... Yeah, it's open last weekend, uh, well, pretty much everywhere else, except here. So, mm-hmm. we get it this weekend, Sweet. and we're going to go see it. Yeah, awesome. Nice. Alright, so, uh, I think we're going to take off for now. We're going to go watch some uh, Pushing Daisies. Yeah, oh yeah. Got that uh, from the Netflix and uh, draw a little, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I brought, I brought a sketchbook. Okay, uh, whatever. <laughs> just go the fuck home, then. Yeah. <laughs> fuck no, you. I, I, hey, I'm going to draw whether I'm at home or here. All right. I might as well draw here. All right. So, we'll uh, see you in two weeks. In Thank you. 14 days. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Evil must perish. Wow, everything was going so well up into this part. (laughs) uh, Fuck it. Bye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, blog.seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at show at guttertrash.net, eric at guttertrash.net, or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time. <laughs>